one week. One more week. Probably the 28th, it looks like, is when our draft is going to be. Uh, wow. Somehow, everything's actually fallen into place. We seem like we got this draft order down. We got the draft itself down. We just need to find a, a venue for it. Um, not wanting to pee on anyone's houses. We've had a couple ideas of where we might do it. Um, maybe even outside if the weather's nice and whatnot. So, uh, oh, and beer. Beer will be there. Um, if anyone's actually ever somewhat listening to this, uh, who's outside the league, you can probably come too. I don't think it'd be a big issue. We'll have a bunch of beer. We'll do our best to, to still distance with the uh, COVID stuff going on for whoever still wants to distance and stuff like that. So anyway, regardless of all that, we'll get underway um, for the list for what the draft order is going to be um, after doing a NASCAR race um, odds betting uh, bid in for the draft order. Um Brett got Brad Kadzlowski, Kyle got Chase Elliott, I got Eric Amarola, Almarola, sorry, uh, Ethan Sheckman got Kevin Harvick, Tyler got Kyle Larson, Pete got Denny Hamlin, uh, Ethan got Alex Bowman, Ethan DeSimone, um, Chris got Ryan Bla- Blaney, um, Dane got William Byron, and Lucas got Martin Truex Jr., and pretty much wherever people placed in comparison to the people who are... Um, actually uh in like the top best odds we tried to take some of the good racers for fun, to make it more competitive more fun um is where you know you would actually place for the draft and that left us with lucas getting first pick uh champion gets first pick that's that's big uh he might be able to do some damage with that um second pick peter gets another good pick he's always been normally a decent pick so he gets to have another good one uh, Brett getting up there. I normally feel like Brett doesn't get great picks, so the third pick is not too bad. Kyle falls into the four spot. Not awful. Um, could be worse. He might get a chance at a good pitcher there, which I'll get to in a little bit um, if he wants to. Uh, Ethan Sheckman, I feel like he was also fifth pick last year. He gets an unfortunate in-the-middle-of-the-road pick. It can be good or bad, depending on how the draft goes, being right in the middle. You get a consistent pick, but not any sort of back-to-back or anything like that, so... Give and take. Um, Tyler with the six. That's probably, in my opinion, six and seven. They're probably the two worst picks. And Tyler and Dane end up getting six and seven. Um, which are two good players. So if there's anyone who should be able to deal with it a bit, it's the two of them. Uh, and then you get back-to-back the Thompson brothers. Chris at eight and Josh at nine with me. Um, I like ninth pick. Eighth pick isn't too bad. It's like, okay. Ninth pick really isn't that bad at all. You get the you draft later in the first round, that stinks. But you get two high high end players back to back, um, in the in the back half of the draft, which is a lot nicer, in my opinion, uh or can be seen as nicer than having like first pick. Yeah, you get that number one monster, but you're waiting nineteen picks to go again and miss out on a lot of different people, a lot of different positions that are maybe at need. Uh, and then DeSimone gets the last pick, um, which is big. Last pick's always a great pick, too. So uh, it, it should be a fun draft in general. Um, just for fun, I'm going to do this really quick. Um, I looked through ESPN's top rankings um, overall for head-to-head category for 2021. And I'm just going to kind of guess 
where people are going to go. So right now, the top 10, I'm just going to go with the top 10 right now, is Mookie Betts at 1, Acuna at 2, Tatis at 3, Soto at 4, Trout all the way bumped down to 5 this year. I'm assuming because his speed went down a bit, he wasn't stealing much bags, but still Mike Trout. Um, 6 is Cole, Garrett Cole. 7 is Trey Turner. 8 is Jacob deGrom. 9 is Jose Ramirez after a great year. And 10 is Shane Bieber after an amazing year. Um, so just for fun, I want to see if I can slightly project how the first round's going to pan out, just for fun. Uh, Luke, I'm assuming he'll go with the safe bet and take Mookie. Uh, Mookie was a great player last year. He was, like, crazy with the Dodgers. I don't see why that would change. So I'm assuming he'll go with the safe pick. Five-category guy like Mookie Betts. Peter up second. I think he'll probably do the smart move, I hope. Maybe not. Acuna would be a great pick, too. But I would take the smart move and go Trout. Consistent. Always good um, in almost every category. I think his speed was just he didn't get a chance to get going on the base pads in 60 games. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, but even regardless, he's amazing in four categories. So, um, Brett will then probably go with Acuna if he's still left on the, on the clock. Uh, and that would be an easy pick. And then four, yes. Kyle could easily go with Tatis or Soto. But I think he's going Cole. You know him and his pitching. I think he's going to take Cole right there. Solidify he's got an amazing sign pitcher that he is going to completely make his team um, like high-end starting pitcher heavy. Um, just a safe pick from him and how he does his strategy. Um, fifth, Sheckman will probably go with Tatis. Re-up on Tatis after getting him last year in like the second or third round. Now he takes him in the first because of how well he did. Uh, Tyler then probably goes Soto. Soto's the easy pick there after all the other people have fallen off the board. He gets Soto at a slight value. Dane going with the Met, the Grom, no surprise. Chris will probably be furious at that point as he would want him. Uh, but I'm assuming he'll probably take the Grom. Maybe I'm wrong. Chris then would probably go with Trey Turner. Uh, a lot of people normally disrespect him and whatnot, but I don't think he really can anymore. He's shown he has real pop, drives and runs on tops of hits for great average, and definitely steals bags, one of the fastest in the league. I don't think you can really disrespect him much anymore. Uh, maybe he will and end up going for a pitcher he really likes or uh, someone else, but I know he's not a huge fan of Jose Ramirez, so he probably won't go there. So I think he'll probably take Turner. Uh, that would leave me in the spot. I'm not the hugest fan of Jose Ramirez uh, either, so I'd probably just take Bieber. I, I know he's not fully technically proven yet, but off of the season he had last year as a Cy Young, I don't think I'm worrying too much about what he's going to be like. Um, and now leave D Simone in kind of a weird spot. He gets back-to-back picks, and there's all these hitters there, and the two, three high-end pitchers are gone. So it leaves a situation of what do you really do? And I think he probably takes the. I know Belly had a down year. He takes the good bet on Belly, gets first base and outfield eligibility as well out of that. Or maybe he even goes ahead and takes Ramirez, who had an amazing year last year, had a lot more pop than normal, and did five categories as well. He could take Ramirez, and then I think he probably with his second pick. Either takes the other one I just said, or takes Story for, to lock up shortstop. Um, so, that's how I think it'll probably pan out. Um, it'd be fun to see if I'm actually any, anywhere near close. But, uh, yeah, so we got the draft coming up on Sunday. Looks like midday after some people get out of some late work that they have on Sunday. And uh, people get back from vacations. It's going to be real close to the actual season starting. But that's okay. No issue with that. Um because then we'll have just a better base and idea of who's hurt, who isn't, who's going to be in lineups, who isn't, who won their starting jobs, who didn't, 
stuff like that. So if anything, it just gives us a better, more clear, concise idea of where players and teams are at and what they're thinking with these players. So I'm actually super excited. Really got not really much else to say uh, than good luck to everyone. Like I said, I have a couple small surprises for the draft. There's really one big one. It's just kind of a fun one. And uh, uh, also, if we have any of these rule ideas that we want to get going and change on or think about other things, we better really start getting going on them. Or we'll just keep the default, and I got no issue with either way. I just want people to be able to talk and say what they want to do if they want to change anything. Not force a change, just if you want to. Like, if it's something that you've been, like, waiting to happen or if you're having fun now, then there's no reason to change stuff up. Um, But, yeah, I'm I'm excited. I can't wait. One week from today, we'll all have fantasy teams, and then a little bit after that, we'll be watching games and uh, seeing how the season rolls out. So uh, that's about it for now. Next one will probably be after the draft and the draft anal- uh, uh, analysis of what's going on with everyone's teams where I think people rank. I did that last year. I'll probably even make a uh, PowerPoint, or, or, or I might not, depending on what I, ha- what I have with this podcast. I might just say it instead of writing it all out. But I know for a fact when we get to power rankings, that will be then written out for sure on top of a podcast every week. And we'll have some grody uh, picks of the week. And remember, if anyone wants to do a segment or something just for fun and get on here, uh, they can send me their voice. They don't even need to do it in person with me. Um, they can have some segments on here too. And we can have some fun with this. So, awesome. See you guys next week for our teams.